وصلات والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه واله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد today inshallah we will end the series on da'wah rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let me begin from there allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned and he said all billahi minash shaitanir rajim idha jaa nasrullah wal fath wa ra'ayta an-nasa yadkhuluna fi dinillahi afwaja فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفره انه كان توابا الله سبحانه وتعالى mentioned the issue of da'wa and he mentioned the issue of success in da'wa and not just ordinary success but success i ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show us this in our lives inshallah the sahaba saw this allah showed them this yadkhuluna fi dinillahi afwaja the definition of success that people enter into islam in armies in hordes in crowds not one person taking shahada and everybody putting up the video on facebook no entire countries entire cities right entering into islam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that when the help of allah comes idha jaa nasrullah wal fath and when you have success and victory the first thing to understand with regard to dawa and that's why i said today is the closing of this is that when you have success where do you ascribe it to to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not to your great speech or not to your great movement or not to your great organization and not to this and not to that but to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what is the dalil for this Dalil for this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said La tahdi man ahbabta Walakinna Allah yadi maisha Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed his ayat Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to comfort him Right Allah said You cannot give hidayah to who you want Now this is not a Criticism It is a comfort because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to get very upset Fala'allaka baqiun nafsak Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, are you going to kill yourself in this, in this, in this uh, anguish that I'm saying, I'm telling these people, I'm trying to warn them against this danger and they don't want to listen, they don't want to ignore and they continue with their own things. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, no, don't do that. Allah is the one who gives hidayah, not you. You cannot give hidayah to the one you want, you cannot guide the one you want, Allah guides who he wants. So therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying when you see guidance happening, when you see that you have been making some effort, the effort is succeeding. And then Allah described your success, this massive success. Massive success. Allah said, no, this is not because of you, this is because of Allah. So this is first of all, it is the help of Allah which came. That is why this success is happening, number one. Number two, therefore what must you do? Fasabbih bihamdi abdik. Glorify your Rabb. Thank your Rabb. Make hamd and sana of your Rabb. Wastaghfir. And seek his forgiveness. For what? What sin did you commit? Sometimes you think this thing, no? People sometimes ask this question. 
what is always in Islam, you know, seek forgiveness, seek forgiveness. I didn't do anything wrong, man. What seek forgiveness? Rasulullah taught Abu Bakr Siddiq dua at the end of Salah. Allahumma inni zalam tu nafsi zulman kathir. Baghfirli. At the end of Salah. And the dua is being taught to whom? Abu Bakr Siddiq Why is he significant? Because he is the one for whom the Quraysh in the Sira we have this incident. Where the Quraysh, Abu Bakr Siddiq they, they, they troubled him so much that he decided to leave. So he left Makkah and is going away. He decided he would make Hijrah go somewhere else. And as he left Makkah and he went outside of Makkah, there was a, one of the big tribes which used to live there. That The chief of the tribe, he saw him, he called him, he said, where are you going? He said, I am sick of these people. They are, uh, you know, making my life too, too difficult, I am going. That man says, how can you have Makkah without Abu Bakr? This is nonsense. You cannot go. He said, I will give you protection. So he took his sons. He had six or seven sons. He put them. He made everybody put on armor and, and their weapons and so on. And they came. And uh, he stood there and he said to Abu Siddiq, make tawaf of the Kaaba. They all make tawaf of the Kaaba. And then he declared and he said, Abu Bakr is under my protection. So, Abu Jahl came and he said to him, we accept your protection. He said, you know, first of all, he asked him, have you accepted his religion? Have you become a man of his religion or are you giving protection? He said, no, I'm not from his religion, but I'm giving protection. It's okay. We accept this. But one condition. I'm telling you this. Nabi Sallallahu is teaching the dua after salah to say what? Allahumma inni zalam tu nafsi. Allah, I have made zulm on myself. Zulman kathira. Huge zulm. Huge, you know, injustice on myself. At the end of Salah. Allah, forgive me. Inna And there's no one who forgives except you. So this dua is being taught to whom? Listen to this. So, Abu Jahl says, our condition is that Abu Bakr must not pray outside his house. He must not do salah in a place where people can see him. So this man giving protection, he said, this is a strange, uh, strange kind of you know comment. Why? What does it matter to you? Let him pray anywhere. I can understand. Supposing, for example, he didn't say all this, but supposing he says that you know you. you Abu Bakr must not talk to people. Abu Bakr must not give a bayan. He must not invite people to Islam. He must not give dawa. Okay, we can understand all this, right? But he must not pray outside. What does it matter? Let him pray. Outside, inside. He said, no, 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 no. Hold on. Our problem is when our people see Abu Bakr praying, anhu, they accept Islam. Yeah. <laughs> Ajeeb Salah. What kind of Salah is this? He is with his Rabb Jalla Jalla. He is not talking to anybody. He is Allahu Akbar. He is with his Rabb Jalla Jalla. He is reciting Quran. He does not even know who is looking at him, who is not looking at nothing. But just the sight of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu in front of his Rabb is so powerful that people accept Islam. So Abu Jalla says, no, no. 
he must not pray where anybody can see him because our people they see him and they become Muslim. So we can't do this. So the man said to August, what do you say? He said, okay, I will accept. So two days he prayed inside his house, third day he came outside again. So they said, see, he's breaking his word. He said, he said, so the man said, I can't protect you after. He said, no problem, you go. Doesn't matter. Allah is enough. Now, point I'm making is. Why? For the same reason. At the end of Salah, Salah also so beautiful and so powerful that people looking at him become Muslim. But Rasulullah is telling him, make dua. Say, oh Allah, inni zalam to nafsi Oh Allah, I have made great zulam on myself. Why? Why are we being asked and ordered and commanded to make Istighfar, when we see success, make istighfar when we have done something good. Why? This is what I call the Tawheed of the heart. To protect the Tawheed of the heart. Because the shirk of the heart is to make yourself sharik with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where in your heart you feel, my effort, I did this. My skill. My speech making, I am a great speaker, I am a great orator. I am this, I am that. I am powerful. This is the shirk in the heart. People cannot see this, it is inside the heart. And this is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is correcting us and saying, no, no. He is the one who forgives. So the key thing to understand as far as the work of Dawah is concerned is that when we do the work of Dawa, ascribe the results where they should be ascribed, which is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And say, Ya Rab, I have nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. Your ibad and you are their Rab. <coughs> <coughs> me, you used me and therefore you made me Musharraf. You gave me sharf. You honored me. You could have used anybody. You could have used anybody. You could have used an animal. You could have used a bird. You could have used anyone. There are, there are examples of people who are looking at a, at a spider and they accept Islam because of the message they are getting from what the spider is doing. The spider is not giving dawah. The spider is not, it's not making khutbah. What is the spider is doing? Is the spider's work. But they look at that. And, so Allah could have used anybody. Allah does not need me. Allah does not need you. So we make istighfar. We say, Ya Rab, keep my niyah ikhlas clean. Keep it pure. I must not associate myself with this. This is only me. You used me. This is your ihsan on me. And therefore, I glorify you. I thank you. I beg your pardon. I seek forgiveness from you. So I remind myself and you, let us do the work of the Dawah of Islam. Number one, because this is the greatest honor that we have got thanks to being the Ummatis of Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa Number two, learn how to do that and do that to the best of our ability because this is the work which deserves that extra effort. This is the, this is the work of introducing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to his people. And number three, remember that Allah does not need us. We need Allah. We need this work of Dawah. 
we need it for our own sadaqajariya when we are gone because the day will come for every single one of us when that will be the last day and after that our deeds will come to an end except those which we send ahead and except those which are of ongoing benefit of which dawatul islam is the number one rasulullah said to sayyidina ali bin abi talib he said if allah uses you to guide one person to islam he said this is enough for your akhirah now he's saying this to who sayyidina ali bin abi talib he's saying one person if allah uses you to guide one person to Islam, this is sufficient for your Akhir. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to use us. And it is the mercy of Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, La Because if Allah had said, you have to bring somebody to Islam, that is your responsibility, we would be finished. Allah did not say, Allah said, you just make the effort. You make the effort. Do it to the best of your ability. Guiding is Allah's job. Allah will guide who he wants. But even if somebody is not guided, you made the effort, you get the reward. Alhamdulillah. So our job is to guide. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to use us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us ikhlas and niyyah, to give us the sincerity of our intention. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the energy and the ability and the knowledge and the memory and the, and the humility, the ta'adah, to make us humble in, sight, in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To take away all our arrogance and all our feeling of, of being great. We are not great. We are nothing, we are nothing, we are, we, are, we are less than nothing. We ask Allah to always remind us for that. Ibn Al-Qaim al-Jawzir said, if Allah loves you, He will remind you of your sins. The sins are forgiven because you, you ask forgiveness, He forgive, forgive you. But He will still remind you because you will keep on asking Him forgiveness again and again and again. So Alhamdulillah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remind us and to, we keep asking forgiveness, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us.